2: Friday, everybody. Welcome to Brand Supremacy. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am Mike DeNiro. Before we get to the show, thank you all our subscribers from all over the world for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast and following along every single week. Thank you for everybody who is on our Instagram page, constantly interacting, hitting us up, giving us ideas, telling us what they want to see us follow. Thank you so much. Follow on Instagram at Wrestling Pod. Without you guys and your support, there is no us. Let's get into a big, big show. It's always a big show, right? Ain't the big show, but it's a big show. WWE Monday Night Raw, May 20th, 2002. This is the fallout from Judgment Day. We have the British Bulldog tribute video here. He just passed away the morning before. So it was nice for WWE to pay tribute to the legendary British Bulldog here and give respect to his and his career. Cool way to start out Raw. The official show starts out with Rob Van Dam coming out to the ring. Before he even gets to the ring, the new undisputed champion Undertaker assaults him. He uh, attacks him from behind, throws him into the ring post, bloodies him up, beats him down. Then he gets into the ring. He starts cutting a promo. He's talking about how people are going to learn to respect him. And if you don't respect him, he's going to beat the crap out of everybody one by one. He's going to be the judge, the jury, and executioner of the WWE Rob Van Dam tries to get back into the ring while Undertaker's talking. Taker takes him out again. Then Van Dam tries again, this time getting the upper hand on Taker. He hits him with the five-star frog splash, and then Undertaker retreats. This leads to Undertaker breaking into Ric Flair's office, and he's demanding Rob Van Dam tonight. Ric Flair makes the matchup, but... A little twist to the matchup. Ric Flair makes the matchup for the Undisputed Champion. So we have a title match on the show tonight. It's going to be Rob Van Dam versus The Undertaker. I think I mentioned a while ago on this show that I love the chemistry between Rob Van Dam and The Undertaker. So I am hyped for this one tonight. We're going to get these two for the World Heavyweight Champion. That's going to be great. The very first matchup of the night, we have... A tag match between the Hardy Boys and NWO's X-Pac and the Big Show. This is cut short when Goldust comes out dressed as Elvis. They are in Memphis, Tennessee. He's dressed as Elvis, which causes X-Pac to be distracted. And Matt Hardy hits the roll-up pin on... Oh, well, Jeff Hardy hits the roll-up pin on X-Pac. Costing NWO the matchup. NWO then argues over who's the leader. Big Show said he's the leader. X-Pac said he's been there for... Longer than any of them. So he should be the leader. Booker T says he's the leader. Goldust says that he should be the leader. And he's not even in NWO. Booker T wants to prove that he could get the job done. So tonight the Hardys will have another match against the NWO. But this time between the tangent of Goldust and Booker T. We get a women's title match between Trish Strass and Jacqueline. This is a short matchup. Jacqueline loses here. Trish Stratus gets the victory. This gets a one out of five. We get a replay of the video package of Judgment Day, and this was such a great video package. I didn't mind seeing it again. Like at this time, WWE the Ruthless Aggression error was a very dark error, and it was played up to really well here with the Judgment Day package. And they were showing it here. I was not a complaint. I was not complaining about it. So. Pretty cool to see that once again. Like I said on the Judgment Day episode last week, I did enjoy the video package. It was definitely a tale of the times of WWE. Couldn't get away with some of that shit now, showing nooses and hanging bodies, but, you know, good video package here. We get a day in the life of Tommy Dreamer. This is just stupid. I don't know if they're trying to show him or just to humiliate him. He's over here at a barbershop. He's eating his own hair. He's eating other people's hair. Just fucking weird. I don't know why. Like, you have a talent like Tommy Dreamer on your show, and that's all you can think of doing. Whatever. European Championship match. We got Bubba Ray Dudley versus William Regal. Brock Lesnar attacks Bubba Ray Dudley. DQ finish. Nothing there. Ric Flair comes out to the ring. He says he's going to throw Steve Austin a curveball tonight. He calls out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Before Steve Austin could even talk, well, Austin comes out, before he could even talk. Arn Anderson gets on the mic. He says, be careful what you do because Ric Flair always has a permanent enforcer with him. And that's Arn Anderson. Nice little throwback to the Four Horsemen. Having Arn Anderson saying he is the enforcer here. Pretty cool. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, Ric Flair says that Stone Cold Steve Austin is now being taken out of action. He is no longer able to compete anymore on the roster. He will not be able to wrestle anymore. Steve Austin doesn't say a word, he just attacks Ric Flair. He hits the stunner on Arn Anderson, hits the stunner on Flair, walks away, celebrates with beer, and then heads to the bar. Raven is on commentary for some reason. We get back from the break, and Raven's sitting down on commentary. He's disrespecting the king, making fun of his uh, recent divorce, which is really fucked up, but, you know. So Raven is now commentating for the Hardy Boys versus Booker T and Goldust. This matchup was another very quick matchup. X-Pac comes out. During the matchup, he hits Goldust, causing the Hardys to make the win, so he gets his revenge. We get a little video package of Austin entering into a bar, and then we're back into the ring. The NWO still arguing on who should be the leader. They all start fighting with each other. And then the return of Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash comes out here. He says that he runs NWO, and he's going to bring unity in the NWO. And that the NWO will be, once again, the most feared three letters in sports entertainment. So, time to bring NWO back to the promised land here. Pretty cool. We're back to the bar. Someone bought Austin a drink and bought Deborah a teddy bear. Austin says, who brought her a teddy bear? He looks and it, it's Eddie Guerrero. He wants to go confront him, but Deborah talks him out of it. Then, we get... Deborah asking Austin to stay at the bar. I guess they're doing karaoke. Eddie Guerrero grabs the mic, tells Austin to sit down with his wife. Deborah once again asks Austin to calm down and not fight Eddie Guerrero. We then get Raven versus The King. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up
0: outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered.
2: This was a nothing match, back and forth action, and then the King wins by count out when Raven runs away. So far, this draw was not good, in my opinion. Really bad. Guerrero, then, we're back in the bar. Eddie Guerrero runs behind Stone Cold Steve Austin, hits him in the head with a beer bottle. This is going to lead to an Austin-Guerrero feud, I'm hoping, because that would be awesome. Awesome for Austin. And then we get the main event of the night, Rob Van Dam versus Undertaker. This was a really good matchup. I think that this saved what was a a boring show, in my opinion. Rob Van Dam and Undertaker had a great matchup. Great chemistry, like I said before. Real, I thought we were going to get a real shocking ending because Rob Van Dam actually hits the Rolling Thunder and pins Undertaker 1-2-3, but Taker's foot was on the rope. Rick Flair comes out. He restarts the match, which is ironic because remember when Austin's foot was on the rope and he counted three against Undertaker? But anyway, so Ric Flair comes out. He restarts the matchup. Undertaker quickly hits last ride. One, two, three. Taker retains the title. Good main event. This Raw was not good, though. I'm giving this Raw a two out of five. It was okay. Let's get to SmackDown. SmackDown, May twenty third 2002. Once again, we're playing the Judgment Day package. Judgment Day, it was cool. The night after on Raw, it was cool. Now this is like, come on, what the fuck? We're going to play this every day, every week? Anyway, show starts out with Triple H versus Lance Storm, which was a great matchup. I really enjoyed this matchup. Cool to see Lance Storm get a matchup against someone like Triple H and actually take Triple H to the limits. This is just a few days after Triple H was in Hell in the Cell, so that was really cool to see. Triple H picks up the victory, but Landstorm got in a lot of offense and bloody Triple H. So, really cool. I know it doesn't lead to anything for Landstorm, but I always was a big fan of Landstorm, and I wished at this time this raised the stock in the company and that he could have been pushed up the card a little bit because this was a really good showing for him. We got Kurt Angle backstage. He's not showing his head. He's talking to Christian. He has a mirror cover in his face. Tonight, we're going to be getting. Kurt Angle and Christian versus Maven and Edge. We got Tess versus Randy Orton. This was okay. Tess picks up the victory. Billy and Chuck, they're weary of Rico. Rico likes to spend a lot of time with the tag team champions, and he's looking at them, admiring them. They're starting to feel a little weary of Rico and starting to have their doubts. We have a promo by The Undertaker where they replay what happened on Raw with uh, Rob Van Dam. Undertaker is saying that he is going to beat the respect out of anyone who doesn't respect him. We got. By the way, this SmackDown is being billed as Hulk Hogan's retirement. They keep on saying that tonight will be the night that Hulk Hogan retires. He's going to be in the main event segment where he's going to come out and announce his retirement. So we'll see if that happens because we all know how history plays out. This is 2002. The man was still having matches in 2010. So, let's see how that retirement plays out. Eh? 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 <laughs> anyway, we got Chris Jericho. He wants Farouk to have his back tonight because he says he's not in the shape to defend himself. Farouk doesn't agree to because tonight it will be Chris Jericho versus Mark Henry. We got a match between Reverend Devon and Rikishi. A lot of matches here just didn't do much for me. It was a bunch of... Whateverness, but anyway, match between Edge and Maven and Christian and Kurt Angle was the match of the night. That was a really good matchup. All four guys did their thing. Cool to see Maven hanging with guys like Kurt Angle and Christian and Edge because he was obviously the odd one out here out of three great, 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 great wrestlers. That was a good match. Mark Henry versus Kurt uh, versus Chris Jericho was that whatever. Let's get into the main event segment. Hulk Hogan comes out. They're giving this a lot of time. The crowd doesn't want him to leave. They're just cheering and cheering and cheering, not allowing him to talk. Finally, Hulk Hogan gets to talk. He's teary-eyed. Everyone's teary-eyed. He's talking about how it come, there comes a time in every man's life where he has to step down, whether it's because of timing, injury, whatever it is. But it is his time to step down. And he says he just wants the fans to promise him that they will keep Hulkamania alive and Hulkamania will run forever. He then says his goodbyes. A little easter egg here is WWE Network has been dubbing over Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. I guess they don't have the rights to have that song play on the WWE Network. But for some reason, after his promo, they actually play Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix non-dubbed over. And the actual song is playing out. So maybe that was a mishap by the WWE Network. But that was pretty interesting to see that. That was really cool too because... I remember Hulk Hogan at this time having Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix, and it was a really cool entrance. So now when every time Hulk Hogan comes out while I'm going back and watching these shows, it's a little dull and boring, but whatever. Having him come out to Voodoo Child or having him play Voodoo Child here was really cool. It was a nice moment. Vince McMahon, though, comes out and says that he won't allow Hulk Hogan to retire. He walked out on him once 10 years ago, and he's not going to let it happen again. And the only way Hulk Hogan is leaving the WWF is in a pine box when his body's decomposed and decrepit. Saying that Hulk Hogan only leaves when he dies. Hulk Hogan then says that he will retire, but not until he beats Vince McMahon's ass. He starts punching Vince McMahon... He takes off his weight belt. He starts whipping McMahon. Crowd's going crazy. Everyone's going crazy. And then Big Evil, Undertaker, he comes out. He makes the save. He starts taking it to Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan then takes it to Taker. He starts fighting back. This is just mayhem right here. Hulk Hogan gets the better hand on Undertaker. He takes out Taker. He takes out Ric, F- well, Ric Flair. He takes out Vince McMahon and... Hulkamania is still running wild. It's alive and well. And we are continuing the feud between McMahon and Hulk Hogan. This is going to lead to what was one of the most underrated Wrestlemania matches at WrestleMania 19. But we're far away from that. So we're going to keep it pushing here. But we are getting the feud now between Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. Hulk Hogan is not retiring. Be that as it may. This show was okay. I... I don't know. This show, I I put it right there with Raw. Two out of five. Wasn't the best episodes of Raw and SmackDown here. But hopefully with storylines being built up and a great main event segment for both Raw and SmackDown, I am very excited for next week's brand supremacy right here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Everyone have a great weekend. Take care.